0: Welcome back, everybody, to your favorite show on the planet. It's Obstacle Discourse with Davis and Chase. My name is Matt. And with 76% of pre-sex reporting in New Hampshire, it's Josh Chase. What's
1: up, my friend? Uh, let me go off the cuff. Can I start with a quick story?
0: <laughs> when, when do we ever not go off the cuff?
1: All right. Well, maybe I'm, maybe I'm on the cuff in this case. Uh, so long time ago. Madame Lazare, should I <laughs> Matt died. Um, tell
0: the audio listeners what just happened?
1: Yeah, Matt took a sip of coffee as I said that, and almost almost ruined his nice new laptop
0: because I didn't I didn't do the little sip. I did the oh I know what temperature this is sip.
1: Oh, you went right for the. Uh, mm. I'll tell you Verizon Verizon Wireless hands down has had one of the commercials that has stuck with me for my entire life, and it's two parents at a window. I'll get back to my story in a second. It's two parents at a window, and they're watching their kids outside playing in the snow. And uh, the wife walks over to him, hands him his cup of, of coffee, and she's like, you want to go out there and play with the kids? It's like, no, it's cold out there. And then they cut away, and they do the Verizon thing or whatever. And then they come back to him, and he takes a sip of his coffee, and he goes, mm, I'm just burning my tongue. <laughs> and it just ends. It was great because we've all been in that moment. Um, all right, I want to tell you a quick story. Long time ago, I was in middle school. So for anybody that's not in the U.S., that's like 6th, 7th, and 8th grade. So thank I'm like 12. You. Thank, you for,
0: thank you for acknowledging our uh,
1: – Our massive international audience. As,
0: which, in, which, in fact, we do have.
1: Yeah. Um, so I was in middle school, and they asked me to be in the spelling bee. And uh, I don't know why. I don't know if I had shown a, a, a prowess in, in spelling, or maybe they just needed people to, to compete. So we were getting down to, like, the final rounds of the spelling bee. And I'm still in it. Like okay, um, one of the words they asked me to spell was the word yielding. Like mm-hmm. you're driving in a car and you're yielding into the other lane, and I'm looking out at the crowd of kids in front of me. There, we're in like the what is it? The auditorium, the gymnasium? No, not the gymnasium. What is it called? The auditorium? Where sure. all the seats are and the stage? Sure. sure, auditorium. And I can feel them looking at me, and I'm like, you are judging me because I'm up here, and I'm like coming off as a nerd because I'm spelling these words without any issue. And it's like, I'm literally st- they're like staring back at me. I'm like, what the fuck? In that moment, I decided to spell the word yielding Y E E L D I N G on purpose to get myself kicked out of this competition because I felt like I was the one that was not supposed to be up there because everybody's like, Oh, look at this fucking nerdy He knows how to spell that sat with me my entire life. And I still look back at it. I'm like, you know what? Why the fuck did I give up the chance to, Win a competition because somebody else was looking at me with some weird opinion. That's I don't great- really have a point. It just it just sat with me. It's like I look back at that and I'm like, what the fuck? Why would I ever like give that up because some like idiot asshole middle schooler was being a judgy little like bastard?
0: And that person or people have no recollection of this ever happening, right? So you have walked around with this shame and regret.
1: Yep, I, not anymore. I, Not think anymore.
0: I think that's worth exploring. We need to bring Dr. Ellen here. Yeah, I agree. Well, speaking of shame and regret, Josh, I've got it in fucking spades. And I think I've said this on this program before or in a podcast somewhere before that one learns tools as one gets older about forgiveness, about responsibility, about accountability. Basically, the notion of if I'm walking around blaming everyone else for my problems, then. <laughs> um you know i'm 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 going to be pretty miserable mm-hmm. so one can like okay i can i can i can get over this thing i can forgive my parents for doing this they're doing the best they can i can forgive these teachers who maybe didn't know any better and right when i was having those like and you just get older and you just care less and right when i was having those josh i had kids and i was like wait a minute you said what to a fucking kid you did what to a- i could never do that to my kid now Slightly different conversation. You will definitely break every rule you ever have as a parent. I will never do this. You know, it starts with the screen time and goes, you know, for whatever. Like, you just do whatever you need to do to survive. Um, However, you just made me think of these really unhappy memories I had. So I was a bit of a talker um, uh, because, hate to say it, Class was boring to me because I was pretty smart, right? So what is there to do but talk and fuck off and try to have fun? Uh, And this one teacher punished me by sending me across the room to talk to a frog, a ceramic frog that she kept like pencils in. Like, since you can't stop talking, I want you to talk to the frog, right? And I'm sitting there and I'm not doing it because it's fucking weird. And she's like, no, you need to do it. You need to talk to this frog. And as I'm describing it now, Josh, I can feel the anxiety I felt as that kid. Like this is so weird and uncomfortable, but she's making me do it. That's a horrible punishment to do. This is second or third grade. So, what are you? Eight, nine, ten? No, wait, you're you're younger because Jackson's little eleven little young, younger because yeah. Jackson's eleven and he's in the sixth. So, third? Yeah. Anyway, like I could go six. on. I could go on and on about the horrible experiences I had as a child, Josh. Um, but fuck that lady. Yeah, make fuck me that talk, lady. Make me talk to the frog. I'm still talking about it, and I'm 48 years old. That's, that's like –
1: that had nothing to do with you is what that was. That lady just literally doesn't know how to handle an adverse situation one way or another. That's
0: – yeah. Like you want to put me in the other room because I'm distracting your class. Right. Sure.
1: Hey, you want to send, put me in the corner? Like, dude. So most parents' and teachers' reactions, right, is the opposite, all right. You want to go outside and play? You won't leave me the fuck alone? No, go to your room, right? <laughs> like, you want to play video games all day? No video games for a month. Like, it's it's the it's the extreme opposite. That's that's their form of punishment. So, you know, send you off to a fucking – send you to – you know what ISS is? You yeah, ISS. of course. All right. all right. Send you down to, to ISS to just sit in that quiet room all day and be like – you know, you want to talk all day?
0: Now you're not going to talk at all. All right. Well, now we're going there, Josh. Now you're going to one of my worst memories of all time. Shit. So ISS for those not paying attention is in school suspension. Yep. So in my day, it was this room. They had these like cubbies or cubicles that. Yes, you could see on either I side. had those too. <laughs> and you'd be in there with three or four other bad kids. Yep. Uh, and your teachers would all give you your your assignments, and you'd finish those by like ten a.m. And then you'd have to sit there until 4. You have no cell phone, right? You have no – which I'm sure nowadays they take it away from you. But you, if you're smart, you could probably sneak it. So I literally, literally counted holes in the ceiling in those old school – Yep. What do you call those things? Uh, drop ceiling tiles. Yeah, yeah. I literally counted holes in the ceiling. Yep. Uh, I do remember reading this really great book, the Saturday Night Live book, which was this thick. It's like the first 15 years of SNL. I recommend it highly. I read that book, I think once or twice in there because it was just big. So you read about the early days of you know of Bill Murray and Chevy Chase and it ends shortly after the Eddie Murphy season, like right when it was getting bad again or starting to get good again. Anyway. Um but uh I remember I I was on a I was on a like a system that was um like you bring a sheet of paper to each class and then it's like one to four or one to five, right? yeah, um, brings brings materials, pays attention, talks, right, right. Yep. and if you got zero, if you, if your score was low enough at the end of those four days, some genius came up with this, then you got in school, right? So let's say you do really badly on Monday and you get in school, right? So you go to in school on Tuesday, you come back Wednesday, if you got it again, now you're in there for two days, right Jesus. and it would it would like double right. <laughs> So I had this one teacher, Mr. Tibbetts, who is a cocksucker, who I've dreamed about finding and being mean to and or harming, um, which I know is not OK, but I've dreamt of it. This cocksucker, first of all, made Jewish jokes about me in class. OK, so you're talking 1984, 1985, perfectly acceptable. Like we're watching some fucking film about Israel and he made like some crack about me being Jewish. Right. Yikes. But you should be disturbing. Josh is making a surface. You should be disturbed right now.
1: I, I didn't know how to react. That was why my face was like that.
0: So I remember one time we had field day coming up towards the end of the year, right? And he was my last class of the day and he gave me all these zeros. And he was like, yep, that's going to put you in there. And I was like, please, like, please don't put me in there for field day. And like I was crying and shit. So field day happens, right? And I can hear the children playing outside all day, Josh, and I'm in this fucking room by myself for in school suspension. All day.
1: Field day, man. Field day was one of those great days. Of course it was, motherfucker. Fuck teachers, man. Fuck no, not fuck teachers. I was going to say, aren't you married to one or aren't you dating one? Yeah, I mean Molly's <laughs> a teacher and everything. I don't mean I don't mean like fuck teachers in general, but I mean fuck the ones that don't know how to handle proper not even discipline but interaction with human children like i don't want to say you have to have children in order to like teach because again molly doesn't have kids but not you should at least not yet uh, yet. uh, no (laughs) (laughs) no (laughs) um by the way we're all on the same page molly and i so don't make it seem like i'm the bad guy oh i know i know you're never the bad guy i just don't want our national and international audience to judge me like well this asshole just want kids um DM me if you want a real explanation of that. <laughs> Sorry,
0: add it to my DMs.
1: Um, but like the whole premise of teaching is empathy, compassion, <laughs> and, and sh- this is what it should be, right? right? Empathy, compassion, and like sharing knowledge. The idea of knowledge is when you learn something, you don't keep it to yourself. You're supposed to spread the wealth. Fuck, I sound like Joe DeSena on one of his fucking videos right now. All right, now let me tell you. Let me tell you something here. I met this guy. He was a he was a a monk. We were on the side of a mountain. We were drinking Spartan tea. Um, so it's like you can't treat these kids as if you have like some empirical rule over them, right? It's not about establishing your dominance as a human in this classroom of little humans. Because guess what? Kids are impressionable, and you should probably use that to your advantage, not in maniacal, like deceptive ways. So right. yeah, well, teachers back in the day were just like they. I think we all have that story of the teacher who, like, took pride in sort of being the asshole. Um, which, good job, you're an asshole. Like, good, okay, you win. What? I don't, I don't understand it. So, I'm sorry to delve us into that sidebar that we just did.
0: Yeah, I mean, and, fuck, and, Mr. Know, fuck Mr. Tibbets. Fuck Mr. Tibbets. And you know, uh, you know, Jackson um, likes to fuck around a lot, um, and you know. I'm very aware we can't control him in class. So it's like, you know, whatever consequences they give you, they're going to give you like he had some little after school thing. And like uh, we told the teacher, like, like, you know, whatever consequence you need to give him, like, like, you know, you need to give him as long as it's, you know, humane, you, you know, because right. he's like, he's that like, what can you do? Like, he yep. can't disrupt your class all day. And I told Jackson that I'm like, dude, like, who are you throwing things at?
1: I was just throwing out my napkin.
0: Kobe. I missed. Is that what the kids say now when they shoot? They say Kobe?
1: I heard a really awful joke on TikTok this morning, actually. Do you want to hear it?
0: If it's about the death of Kobe, sure, why not?
1: All right. Uh, not really, but sort of related. So it's two guys talking, and he's like, uh, hey, what's the name of that guy where you you uh, you know you take a shot at something, and you hope to hit a basket? What's the name you shout out? The guy goes, John Wilkes Booth. And he goes, yeah, wait, wait, what? John Wilkes Booth? The guy's like, yeah, guy only took one shot, didn't miss. Game recognized game. <laughs> So do you do you have a TikTok account, Josh? I mean I watch TikTok just for entertainment. It's fun.
0: So I think the answer is yes. On a scale of yes or no? No, I don't I don't think you need an account. God, boomer. You have to download the app and look at it. You can just open
1: it and view it. You don't have to like set up an actual account or anything like that. Unless you want to start replying to people or posting things. You can literally just I
0: assumed like anything, you have to log in.
1: That's how they get you. Open up and boom, one click you're viewing
0: all right do we have any notes for this week
1: i don't know do we you posted a weird picture of a guy in the notes <laughs> it's like what is this
0: well i copied because i copied a link and somehow this popped up um here's,
1: here's my ever important note that popped up on my phone
0: who are you ordering for me
1: and molly got chinese food the other night from yang yang
0: and you ordered five things
1: well three combination there are two combinations and like some appetizers don't
0: judge my eating habits matt I enjoy Chinese food. What's a Chinese food bill for you two? Thirty-five bucks. We that, got. Used, that used to be the bill for me, like when the kids were small. Yeah. Now it's a lot more. Actually, we can I think we can go under 40 for the four because you know you're you're sharing everything, so
1: Yeah, like the rice, you know, one order of rice will feed five people.
0: Basically. Yeah. Oh my god, there's this place in Boston. Oh, I wish I might have to go to the Google machine and the Wayback Machine. Cause there was this place. So I lived in East Boston, okay. Okay. Uh, I lived up the block from Maverick Square. So first of all, there was a Dunks there, okay? And I would – back then, I just – I would just get – you know, they weren't even making lattes back then. You know what I mean? (laughs) Here's a coffee. We we weren't all pretentious back then. (laughs) Nineteen ninety nine, or sorry, ninety six to ninety nine is when I lived in East Boston. Yeah, back then it was just French vanilla iced coffees, extra, extra, like that's it. It's a fucking snickerdoodle. Right. (laughs) I would get, I would get a bagel and cream cheese, right? Yeah. And a coffee, and uh, um, on my way to the tea. By the way, I had to run to the tea because the difference of like if you caught if you caught the the eight tea, you could be to work by eight twenty five. If you missed it, you were not there till eight thirty two. Right. Yep. That whole thing. So – but then next to that was this Chinese food place and when I would come home like drunk, this is back in my drinking days, you could go in there and get this um, uh, pork fried rice. I think it was like $5 and first of all, you're drunk and it's awesome, (laughs) right? And then the next morning, you're hungover and it's awesome. Basically, for $6, this thing lasted for days. Yep. Oh, I loved it. I used
1: to get uh, drunk calzones. When I was, when I was living at URI, but not actually going to school there, we would go out and get drunk and, uh, they had a DP dough. You ever, you ever have DP dough? No. Uh, a place called DP dough on campus, $5 calzones, like as big as your fucking head. Right. And they would deliver them because our, our dorm was like spitting distance to this place. Right. $5 buffalo chicken, DP dough. You'd go out, drink it all night, come home, order one of those, eat it, wake up, have it for breakfast. Five bucks. That's living. Nice. Now it cost me $14 to get a salad.
0: So, you know, we haven't, we haven't talked a lot about my Boston drinking days, but all these amazing memories are now coming flooding back. So the last train was like at 12 or at 2. So if you missed the last train, you had to take a cab home, yep. pre-Uber, and they're expensive and they're not as easy to get. And I lived in East Boston, so you basically got to go under the tunnel. You can't walk home. Although I right. did occasionally see people walking in that tunnel. You shouldn't. You should
1: never walk in that tunnel.
0: (laughs) But I saw people occasionally walking in that tunnel. So there's a few times I missed the last train, took a cab home, and um, I'd like have no money and I had to wake up my dad. Um, I was staying with my dad when I first got there and be like, hey, can you give me 10 bucks for the cab driver? So one time my dad was out of town or something, but so I didn't have any money and I knew I didn't have any money, but I had to get home. So he lets me off on the corner. I go, hey, we got to stop at the ATM on the way to my house. ATM is the bottom of the hill in Maverick Square. And I knew there was no money in it and like i just pretended to try to get money and i was just like hey man we've I all done it i don't i don't have any money and he was like you piece of shit he just drove off <laughs> I, did. I did not
1: not entirely similarly but i was in uh... god this is going to come out great i was in paris the one oh, time i went oh. <laughs> right to, hey, look at this, look at this guy
0: <laughs> look at him spelling words right going to paris
1: <laughs> so i was in paris this is just gonna make me seem like a, a typical asshole american where you are i'm in paris i'm at the fucking eiffel tower of course <laughs> and i had to take a cab from the eiffel tower back to the train station because i was only there for a day and uh I get in the cab were and I don't have any like, cash. Were you doing the Spartan super there? Is that what? No, no, was? no, this was in a different life. Okay. Um, so I, um, I wave a cab down and I pull out my credit card. Cause I didn't have any cash. I didn't have any euros or anything like that. I just had a credit card that works. Did it euros exist yet? Yeah. Yeah. This was, this was not long ago. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, so I show my card, and I was like, do you take visa? He's like, yes, visa. Yes. I get in the car. We start driving. We're probably three quarters of the way to the uh, train station, and uh, he pulls over at an ATM. He's like, Visa, and he points at it, ah. and he obviously does not speak English, and right. I obviously do not speak French right? Uh, unless I need to know where the bathroom is or introduce myself, and that's that's all I took out of four years of private school French. Uh, so I was like, no, I, I, I can't – an ATM won't work. It's a credit card, and I'm just talking, and he's not understanding. He's like, yes, yeah, Visa. So I just awkwardly got out of the taxi and closed the door and walked away. <laughs> like, what do I do? And he's like, Visa, Visa. And I just kept walking. And he's like, he probably shouted something too. So That poor man, a, that poor man could not feed his moment.
0: family that night, Josh. I, exactly. It's 100%. Under. I was in New Orleans in like 08, 09, back when I had a staffing company. And um, a lot of guys would pull the like cash only thing because they just don't yep. want to get charged the fee. Nowadays, of course, you can't get away with that. But back then, you know, you still could. And, you know, I got in the guy's cab and um, it says card right on the fucking window, you know, on the outside and inside. And we get to the thing and he's like, you know, we get to the thing and it's like, you know, $7. And, you know, I would have given him like 10 with tip, you know, and I put my card out. and He's like, Nah, man. I said, your thing says it. And he's like, Nah, man. I said, you want zero money or do you want the card? (laughs) He's like, you can get out and get cash. I'm like, no, I'm not. Like no. I gotta go to work. You, this thing says you take the card. You either take it or not. He's like, get the fuck out of my cab. I'm like, all right. He didn't want to pay, you know, a dollar forty for the fee or whatever. So, do you know, by the way, how it works? Do you know how the how the this? Uh, welcome to Obstacle Discourse, with David Chase. By the way, um, <laughs> whole lot of OCR going on. Um, do you know how how like how the cab system works? My dad actually drove cab in Boston, so I know how this works. I mean, besides the
1: guy picks you up and you pay him for a drive, I'm sure it's a lot more involved. You have to pay for the medallion, which is yes, a shitload yes. of money and all yeah, that. Yeah, stuff. So yeah. So to yeah. get a meda- so they
0: they release these medallions like once every five years, right? And the medallion is like gold, and oh, they yeah. literally cost a million dollars. Like this is ten years ago or fifteen years ago, they cost a million dollars because the cities don't, again, way before Uber anything. So it's just like to get a license to drive a cab, right? So then my dad, who drove cab, has to, like, rent the, the thing, right, from the guy for the day, right, and pay your own gas. So basically, you got to, like, the first 50 bucks are going right back to the cab company, right? Yep. Then everything else is yours. So the more they make, you know, the ride and the tips is what it's, is what it's all about. So once I learned that, I always started tipping better. Kind of how like once you do anything, like once you wait tables or once you have any service job, you tip better. So the cabbie, like it's it's he's got to make what he's got to make. So if it's under 10 bucks, I'm probably going to give him 10 bucks. Although I've ridden a cab now in 5 years, but if it's under 10, that was always my rule. If it was 5 or 6 bucks, here's 10. Then once yeah. you got above that, <clears throat> then it's like percentages. Like it's a $12 ride, you get 16, you know, whatever. Yep. Same yeah, thing the, with breakfast, Josh. Same thing with breakfast, right? Same thing with breakfast, right? Because right. Breakfast like, might I, cost you $4, right? Right.
1: I go across the street. There's a little local joint called Donna's. I can go sit down, eat a fucking lumberjack breakfast, have a milkshake, right? And it's like $11. all you are like, all right, you're, here's $20. Here's like, you put a lot of work into making food that you can't charge a lot for because it's eggs and flour. Like, right. So, yeah.
0: Um, Let's see if we can politely... Dance around a subject now, Josh. Okay, just gonna, ask you, just gonna ask you a basic question. What time did you go to bed last night?
1: Uh, it was just before two o'clock, Jesus and I was Christ. Yeah, it was uh, two forty before I remember looking at my watch the last time because I was texting with some friends. So yeah, it was a play lesson.
0: Is that normal or not normal?
1: No, no, no. That's not normal. No, I'm usually in bed. 12, 1 o'clock at the
0: latest. Were you watching election coverage? Yeah. So my assumption was I would watch at 7 or at 8, get the first sort of results, and then try not to watch the rest of the night. Because I knew it would keep me up and drive me bananas. Yeah. So um, my wife and I do not have cable. And I was like, how are we even going to watch? So like, we actually have like – through Roku, there's like a CBS app that like gives yeah. you like – CBS Chicago, CBS. So we're watching. So we turn it on at seven and I'm watching the people and like, you know, five minutes into it, I go, this is just wrong. Like I watch CNN for my election coverage. I need the guy with the fucking map. Like I need that guy. I need Wolf Blitzer. I need that guy. You know, it's like in the old days with like Dick Clark on New Year's Eve. You can't watch the shitty CBS one. You've got to watch Dick Clark. So we switch it over. Big surprise. Nothing's official, right? Like not even the, not even the early states are official. One of them is Georgia where I live.
1: Yeah, Georgia's, thoughts right
0: now right so i'm like okay let's we're gonna start watching something we started watching uh the show everybody's talking about the queen's gambit we started watching that it's pretty good you're watching it not yet okay start it's it's good um and then at eight when i was gonna flip back i go you know what i'm just not gonna do it i'm gonna actually go to bed without like because all it's gonna do is make me anxious there's no situation where i'm not completely anxious so I didn't, so I didn't look until I woke up this morning at, uh, at six and I was really glad that I, I was like proud yeah. of myself. It's like really proud <laughs> of myself for not staying up because I knew it just would have been a horrible night. Yeah. The, um,
1: so here's what's interesting. I watched last night, not because I was anxious. Um, you know, at the beginning it was like, holy shit, like Trump has a legit path and I love it. Like at one point I had, are you still there, you frozen. You're still there. You blinked. Okay. Um, I wasn't even trying to be frozen. I mean, I'm listening. And- no, I know you were just like you would pause for just a second. I was like, wait, is he? And then you blinked. Um, at one point, just for just for shigs, right? Just for shits and giggles, I pulled up four websites: Google's election results because Google does great data organization, right? They've done it for COVID and whatnot. Um, CNN, Fox News, MSNBC, the, the usual couple of. Them. Did you get four different results? Yeah, 100%. And that's what I found funny. It was like at one point, Fox News had Biden like way ahead. And I was like, that's a weird position that you would normally not put them in. And, you know, the whole, there was a lot of conflict around Arizona last night. Like one, I don't know who, I think Associated Press was like, we're calling Arizona for Biden. And that was at like 8 p.m. or something. And nobody else is ready to do that. We're like, we're not, no, we're not ready on that. So I didn't necessarily watch it with like anxiety. I actually was more interested. Um, just to see how kind of everything played out, we're going to be spending the next few days watching these elections play out as they are. And it's, you know, I went to bed last night, fully convinced Trump was getting reelected because he had a lead in Wisconsin, in Michigan, in Pennsylvania. Um, and there was really no path for Biden to kind of win at that point. If it stayed the way it was, you wake up this morning, Biden makes some head ground in Wisconsin, semi-breaking news. He just took a
0: lead in Michigan. Um, so when I woke up, he'd won Wisconsin. Wisconsin was blue when I woke up. Or was that Minnesota?
1: Minnesota, he won. Right. They they called Minnesota overnight, and then so they made the announcement last night that Biden's going to go on air. Like Biden's going to make a statement. I was like, that's weird. Why you don't make statements when nothing's over or decided yet? <clears throat> but that's where we're at now. It's like first first to home base. You know, are they
0: both you... claiming victory already?
1: No. So uh, Biden went on, and and again, I'm trying. No bias here. This is just my take on on what happened. Biden went on TV and he's like, we're happy with the way things are looking. We believe we have a path to win. We believe we are on track to win. Right. Right. So that's one way of putting it. 2.30 in the morning, fucking Trump rolls around. He's like, we won. We were winning this thing. And then they just shut everything down. I'm like, what does that even mean? So I went and watched his speech. And of course, he's playing the role of we want to stop all ballots from being counted. It's all ballots should only happen. Listen.
0: Wait, this is the same guy that said that we should, or we shouldn't have mail-in votes. I can't remember. No,
1: he likes mail-in votes when they work for him. <laughs> <Right>. Um, <laughs> uh, but at one point he goes, it's after November 3rd, no more ballots should count. Like, first off, that is literally not what happens ever. Second, do you recall that you weren't elected until November 4th last year? But anyway, or last time, uh, George Bush took like 10 days to sort that out. Like whatever. Um, so now it's like – now we're going to get down to the point where it's just going to be talking about lawsuits. We're going to be talking about recounts, right? We're going to be talking about counties with with bad voter turnout and voter suppression and all this stuff. So um, I actually was more interested just in the process of it this time. Like I, I wasn't watching and be like, oh, god, how can you fucking win again? There were some of those moments, but um, I'm just sort of interested at in how – Almost inevitably, right, Democrats the last several elections have sort of jumped out to that early lead because they take all of New England because New England is is done early. They almost always take New York. Um, And then the slow creep, right? It's sort of like what Trump does to people sometimes, like that slow creep into your – so I I was just watching out of interest more than anything else. So um, I had some buddies who were definitely like Xanax-fueled, like this is fucking awful.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean I'm going to look – Probably when i when I come home in the evening, Stacy usually has like p b s news on, and so it's basically yeah. like the video version of n p r yeah um uh what's her name Judith something I forget the lady's name, she's usually watching her yeah. um so uh but no, I will avoid looking at stuff for like I just know that again it'll just drive me nuts, and, yeah and
1: you're gonna you're not and, gonna be able to get away from it, but
0: no, I know some listen my my like Stacy will tell me if anything important enough happens or you know, I'll accidentally see it. Like I didn't even want to accidentally see it on on Facebook or IG last night, so I didn't touch that even. Right. But over the next couple of days, I'm sure there's going to be some some stuff. Um, but yeah, like I said, I was just proud of myself for 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 not looking because it's really hard not to look.
1: It's really hard, and it's like you know, Molly and I said leading up. Molly doesn't want anything to do with it, right? It's just it's stress for her, and I get it because she also has to go in and talk to the students. The students are going to be talking about it, like. And it's, it's current events. You sort of have to talk. To, I was like, yeah, but why don't you have like a conversation with it? She goes, fuck that. I'm science. Go down the hall to social studies yeah! and talk about that. <laughs> um, so I I watched it with sort of a different level of interest this time around. Well, that's, um,
0: that's, that's, you know, that's yeah. cool if you can separate yourself that way. Um, so that brings me to uh, the note I have here that I wrote uh, on our list of things. And it says, uh, it's hip to vote. And I don't think that's a bad thing. Uh, everybody told us to vote for days and days and days. The apps were automatically telling us. Our friends were telling us. Commercials were telling us. Josh Chase told me to yesterday on Discord. And I thought, well, of all the things for people to get on, of, of all the various trains of you know, Happy Veterans Day or Black Lives Matter or anything, yeah. uh, uh, people wanting to participate in the democ- the democratic process is never bad. So – I, as annoyed as I was, I was happy. It means people are out there and participating in the process. Yeah. Whether you think that process works <laughs> is another question. Um, but at least uh, I thought that's that's – we've never in my lifetime has that been a thing, right? Like maybe on PBS they told you to be sure to get out and vote. Maybe during a um, – uh, what are those things called? Saturday morning whatever. What were those things? Cartoons. I'm just a bill. What were those things called? Schoolhouse rocks? Schoolhouse Rock. Other than that, it's never been pushed that much. So uh, good for us. Good for us Americans.
1: Um, hang on one second.
0: Yeah. And so
1: I, I attribute it to like, this is just me. I like to be part of experiences. And I think that speaks to kind of obstacle course racing a bit too. Like I like to be in the midst of something that's larger than me. Right. So voting yesterday, I got a couple of messages from people that are like, I, I figured you would be like early voting, like the day it opened. And I'm like, normally, I guess I would. But like, especially because of how combative this, this election is, I just wanted to experience it. I had never voted in a presidential election in New Hampshire before, right? It's new for me. And our voting polling place is like half a mile away. So we just walked there and it was, we woke up at 6.30. We were out the door by 7.00 there were the traffic in this entire area was just deadlock, right? It was everywhere. There was no driving. I looked at Molly. I was like, we're just walking. This is insane. Traffic everywhere. Lines, several hundred people in lines. It probably probably took us about 45 minutes in total. Once we got in line to get to the the pole, not too bad, Um, not too bad. And I'm totally fine with it. And it was just that experience, right? It was like, it was like being around all these people nobody's really talking about it. Like, you know, if you go back in the day when you and I were young, right. And a new music album came out or a new video game and we had to go line up, we're all talking about it. Like, dude, did you see, did you see the fucking lyrics for this song? Or like, did you see this new gun they're going to have in the game? Like we were all excited. Everybody had a common like interest. And the polls were a lot different, right? Everybody was there. People were sort of being friendly, but you didn't really want to dig too deep because you you were afraid that that person was gonna give you like the answer that was opposite of what you wanted. right. Um, so it, it was just, you know, it was cool to be a part of the experience. and and you're right. if if you're gonna be a part of any bandwagon, right, voting should be the one <laughs> that you are a bandwagon fan right. of.
0: Well, the reason um, the reason I have this picture up, our next topic, is I'm as excited, Josh, as anybody, to see the Spartan Games. They released a dope video that I know you've seen. I Lab. have. Uh, it's – half of it's on sp- 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 ORM's Facebook. Half of it was in my stories yesterday. Uh, I just, you know, looking at people's attention spans, I'm like this is a great 45-second video. I'm going to give people about 20 seconds of it. And um, uh, you can see it on our website, obscuritymedia slash election results. No, not true. Um, <laughs> remember when that was always a thing? Are people still doing yeah. that? Like sending people to the website is like such a thing to do. You know
1: who still does it, which I find crazy, is radio stations. I never listen to like terrestrial radio. That's
0: perfect because they're so in the dark, like that they think that's cool.
1: Right. Go to our Facebook
0: page to read the contest. Like
1: Jennifer Aniston got a divorce, but she's breaking some big news with her ex-husband. Go to our website and search Jen An for (laughs) information. Like nobody is doing that. And also, even when you go to the website, if you by for any reason fall for that. It's a shit show and you can't find what you're looking for anyway. But they don't care because they got a chance to show you seven ads. So that's
0: all I wanted. Right, exactly. So anyhow, so um, one of the social media things, and I included the link because I knew I would forget. Nope, I didn't fucking include the link. That's another (laughs) link I wanted to show you. Um, You said non-technical, Josh. Uh, The link, I can't find the link. uh, But basically it said... It's going to be great. Athletes from the NFL. It's going to be awesome. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to do the other. And guess what? You're going to be called the fittest. And I was like, no, you're not. You're not going to be called the fittest because we just crowned the fittest. And it's CrossFit Games. And not just that CrossFit uses that term, but that the two people that have won it have won it four and five years consecutively. So they really are considered the fittest. Now, I. I know some people are going to say, well, it's just a term, and it's like everyone has their own championship or the World Series of blank, or blah, blah, blah. But around a mixed-use, multiple-discipline event that CrossFit has been termed for eight or nine years, use any other word but the fittest. Josh Chase, your take. So I, I
1: 100% agree, but my immediate question is, what do you call them then, Matt? Anything. But What? Give me Spartan something. Games champion. Lame. Spartan Games world's fittest. All right. I'm in a conference room right now at Spartan's corporate office. I have a whiteboard, much like the one you have behind me. And I say, all right, give me some names. I'm going to write them down. We're going to stack rank them. Listen, and fittest goes
0: up there because people are just we're just we're just spitball. Yeah, yeah, popcorn, we're just, just spitball. whatever. boom, 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 boom. Don't we think about it. That one. When we get to the fittest, we go. They kind of have a lock on that one and the fact that we have crossfit athletes here let's let's what is what is crossfit's title isn't
1: it the fittest man on the planet it's fittest on earth fittest on earth all right let's put that one to on the side we'll put that one in the parking lot right, exactly exactly <laughs> yeah. exactly so come on we're not we're not totally getting rid of it but we're, we're it's it's down there but again what what else you oh, call it anything but what, what that's, is this you? is the exercise that i'm going through josh yeah, okay, so let's let's do this for real. Let's do this for real. All right, Spartan champion. Spartan Can, champion. You do that? No, you can't do that because that's that's John Albin and Robert Killian and the Miracle. Spartan
0: and, Games champion. Why is that so hard?
1: Because it's not really a thing yet. Well, you make it a thing. You're not going to call yourself the fittest. When was the first CrossFit Games? 2000. No, it was the first? 2008. Nope. 2007. Um, did they call the first winner of the CrossFit Games the fittest? Man on the planet. You can go look woman. at that.
0: I don't. I don't know. But all I know is that like Froning was called that for a long time. Now Fraser and and T are called that. And I know a lot of people don't pay any attention to CrossFit, and so they have no idea. You still don't. You still don't do it.
1: Um, I Google "fittest man on the planet." Who do you think pops up?
0: Matt Fraser. Yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah.
1: And for I, I, years, I agree years, with you.
0: And for years it was froning. It's never going to be person that won this random event that we just did, which 50-50 on the – okay, I'm going to say if we're doing over-under, chances they do it again. or Percentage, percentage they do it again. I'm going to go as high as 20%, but it's nowhere near 50-50. What would you go as high as? 0%. Zero 0% percent. Zero percent job. It does t- not happen. It doesn't happen. Out,
1: can I, will, you, will you give me odds on that? Can we no, you're. I'm not enabling your gambling addiction. So no.
0: <laughs> oh, by the way, if you've listened to yesterday's episode, I did not make the bet that I talked about at the end. I was such in a hurry to get the episode up that I didn't do a, I didn't do a finale. I didn't do an outro. I did not make the bet. The bet was you. You could get. You could get uh, plus two eighty of both of them winning, meaning. I think it was minus 280 to bet either one of them winning, but plus two, meaning if you bet a hundred bucks, you win 280 bucks as opposed to the other way around, right? Yeah. They both, for both of them to win. And all you need is one of them to not have a great day and you don't win. I didn't bet. I'm glad I didn't bet, right? And only did I learn afterwards from talking to Armin that it wasn't just that they're the best. It's that there's no way in a field of five they're going to lose. It would take a much bigger field because that's what it's about with the scoring system, right? Right. It's about a specialist or two getting in there and spreading it, spreading the yeah. points. There's no way they were going to lose with only five people. So right. I, it's I,
1: about, it's about chipping away at their lead.
0: Yeah. I didn't realize that as specifically as I did. So anyhow, um, Josh, you can't say zero. If you yeah, say zero, bet me, bet me then let's bet. No. Let's bet 10 bucks on it.
1: I can still say zero and not bet on it. I, I, Hey Siri on November 1st, 2021, remind me that I bet I Matt, bet, Matt bet, about the Spartan bet,
0: games yeah, not happening.
1: Bet, bet, bet. Okay. Okay. Your reminder is set. I'm gonna okay.
0: go I'm gonna drop mine now to ten percent because I'm thinking about this time next year. You just put it in context for me when they've yeah. got Greece and they've yeah. got Ultra and they've got Tahoe. Now now
1: you're now you're rattling inside my inside my head. Here you go.
0: But they sure are fired up about it, Josh. I mean they think they've got Well, they're fired up about it because they have nothing else. I'm fired up, you're fired up, yeah. yeah. I'm fired up, you're fired up, yeah. <laughs> right. So okay, I'm gonna drop mine to ten. Okay. Go to our website right now and vote on our poll. <laughs> Let's put it on Twitter, Josh. Twitter appears to be really fun, but apparently, sadly, ORM has never gotten a big audience for that. Do you think there's a
1: poll up on like the Jammin945 website? Boston's I- number one for hip hop and throwbacks.
0: Okay, now I get to go to my
1: uh Matt, Lori Laughlin reportedly a wreck as she serves prison time. Go to jammin945.com and search Lori Laughlin Prison Suit for more information. <laughs> uh-
0: uh, okay. I'm going to do something very fun now, Josh. Hang on. It's going to be porn related. No. Oh, sorry. That's not what I meant to say. Um, let me find it before I do this. This is amazing. You're going to love this. Okay. Now, uh, Josh, yep. I'm going to share this. Now, stay with me, buddy. Now, there. one of the things that a website does that's not as good as, say, other websites when it comes to race results is race photos is rather than uploading The best pictures they upload literally every single one. Yeah. So you're just seeing like seven pictures of Ryan Atkin's running, right? Sorry, Ryan Woods running, like right before this, I think. There's a couple. So you're just, but in this case, it's great because we're watching Ryan Atkin's do burpees. Sorry, Ryan Woods do (laughs) burpees. Ryan Woods do burpees on the beach. Here comes Nick. All right, ladies and gentlemen, go to our website, uh, obstaclesmedia.com/slash Ryan Woods.
1: Coming up next, we got Weedy of the Butt. (laughs)
0: So this is great. So uh, actually, I'm going to let you do the play-by-play while I do the pictures, okay? Okay. Okay, Do you want to start it? you want to start this reel over? No, just right here is perfect because it gets better from here, actually. All
1: right. So we've got uh, one Ryan Woods approaching and starting this uh, rig with these flying horizontal handles, uh, and he's trailing behind one Nick Riker, freshly shaven head, brand new VJ shoes. As we continue along... Riker landing first with his KT tape on his ribs. I believe he has a displaced rib, a floating rib, as it were. Ryan Woods sees Riker ahead of him, sprints to catch him. They come up
0: to what looks to be a hercoist. Pretty short hercoist. Pretty short hercoist. Nick comes, Riker here maintains comes. Here his lead. Comes through the our money shot, buddy. Here it comes. Get ready for it. I'm ready for it. Oh,
1: Woodsy just sprints through the obstacle and falls. Did he fall there? What happened? He fell. Okay. And uh, Riker continues on. I believe I can see Riker's left arm and left leg in there. (laughs) (laughs) Ryan Woods, post tumble, has looked back, noticed the camera person, and is caught in a moment of levity as he laughs it off, knowing that this photo will forever be entrenched in the archive that is the internet. And now what are we seeing? And now we're seeing him looking forward, realizing it is lost.
0: He is lost to Nick Riker. What is Nick doing?
1: Nick's just running it out, running through the finish line.
0: Yeah, that that's the that's the important part. Nick, you, you you see it's fading because it's so far the distance. Riker's back and and Woodsy just getting up. Uh and he's he's a good three seconds behind and it's over. Yep. <laughs> that's funny. Wait. Oh, there we go. Oh, that guy has white shorts. So that was super enjoyable. Uh if you want to see that, go to Photos dot dot com slash events slash Hildervat dash Jacks dash Beach. <laughs> There's probably an easy way to get there, but uh, probably. And you can buy the photo. Wait, I can buy the photo? Only twenty bucks. Twenty bucks for one photo. Sixty-five dollars for a twenty-four by thirty-six. Ooh, metallic. I'm gonna get metallic. Why don't I just screenshot this, Jackson? Uh Josh.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you probably could. And if you're gonna print it on a four by six, it'll now the be just- good
0: news—the good news about doing a race with not a lot of people—I understood they had like they only had like a hundred people at this whole race. Mm-hmm. They had like fifty in the elite wave and like another. 75 in the open wave is that you do get a lot of pictures when there's very few people like you will you'll definitely leave a lot of pictures especially the first two people so if you heard last week's i know a lot of people are not listening to the Rye reasons uh which is fine they did do a brief recap of the race and they said it was pretty good um they cl- look i mean just based on those pictures they have legit obstacles looks kind of cool to run on the beach uh but they gotta get they gotta get some more people there if they want to stick around what are you looking at josh
1: uh i was i was typing the website furiously as you were saying it but I think I missed a slash and or hyphen and or www dot somewhere in there.
0: Okay. Maybe go to hildervat.com and try from there.
1: I guess that's difficult to spell. <laughs> By the way, if you are in marketing, advertising on air talent, et cetera, and you still say www oh, dot absolutely. One of my pet peeves, you know, who, you know who the worst is that I've noticed, uh, local car dealership commercials. Yeah. Any boomer basically. Yeah. If you just go to like go to, you know, to WWW Yeah. Just stop it. You don't need to do that.
0: Yeah. I've I've said that for years, Josh. That's been a hot tip of mine for years. Because if you stop saying that anytime past ninety nine or two thousand, it was it's not been necessary.
1: All right, you wanna go you wanna go here's my my hot tip of the day. Okay. This is my remember when you used to have to buy books to give you like tips on the internet? Like 101 things to the internet, and it would like come with a little floppy disk and all that. One thing that bugs me, I I get that not everybody loves technology. Not everybody is quick to adopt technology. Not everybody sort of understands technology. I I do get that. Now, one of the people that I work with, when I tell them to go look up a website, their process, and I'm not even exaggerating this, is they will open up Internet Explorer. Mm -hmm. In the top right, they will have the Bing search bar. They will go to the Bing search bar and type Google. You've said this before. And then they will go to Google and search for it. I was like, there's so much wasted time there. But why is Bing the default at your office? Because it's Internet Explorer. It's just the way it is. Um, Who's typing? Who's typing? What What was that noise? (laughs) That was was Toby using his scratching pad.
0: I just listened to an episode. Remember that episode where we had uh, Jack on? And he was like, and there was noise. And I said, I know there's a fucking noise there. And he, he refused to admit it. Then you got yes. off the phone. You went back to work. If you listen to that episode today, about five minutes later, he's like, Oh, I just figured it out. I have a ruler over there. It was moving. And I'm like, Yeah, you're fucking right. Yeah. Don't tell no, something me. Something
1: was definitely moving on you his desk. You don't tell me
0: there's no, you're not doing anything. I know.
1: <laughs> I, I
0: mean, I have ears. I've become an audio expert.
1: Right. Um, all I really wanted to say was my tip of the day. For, for non-internet if you're nerds in out there? already, just type the words? No, when you're in the little URL bar and you want to type like, if you want to go to fucking Facebook.com, just type the word Facebook and hit control enter. And it fills in the www I and it fills in the dot .com for enter. you. I just think you just enter. Well, if you've gone to Facebook enough, but if it's any new website, right? You want to go to Jammin945, you type Jammin945, control enter. And it fills in the rest
0: for you. You keep saying control enter. I've never hit control enter in my life. I know you haven't, but I'm telling I you, that's hit, why it's a tip, Matt, because you probably don't know it. I just hit enter and it gives me the first link if it doesn't go there automatically. All right, Matt. Does Google still have I feel lucky, by the way? I've never really used that.
1: I don't know. I, I don't ever go to the Google website as much as I just type it into the search bar and hit enter. Uh, yes, they do have the I'm feeling lucky. So
0: you, So you work at one of the biggest media companies? What do you call yourself? Technology yeah. company? technology company in the world and they're on explorer and bing as defaults. Uh,
1: well explorer's getting retired so now we're moving on to oh, edge in
0: 2020 they're finally retiring at 2021 good for them technology
1: moves slowly when it comes to corporate america man um but most everything is on chrome like the default is still always going to be internet explorer with any windows business but now we're moving to edge and all that crap so
0: is edge the equivalent
1: of chrome <sighs> edge is microsoft's attempt to be like chrome but, but is it
0: working is it good yeah it's better yeah, yeah. I haven't not used Chrome in like 30 years.
1: Yeah, I mean, as soon as Chrome was a thing, I adopted it. I was like, this is so lightweight, although, it's fucking although, easy.
0: Although, actually, I think the default on the Apple phone, on the iPhone, is Safari. And Safari. I don't, I, I don't think I ever bothered to change that.
1: No, not on a mobile device, because there's, no, right, there's no interaction with the browser itself. You just need to go to a website
0: and look at it. Like, How do you think, how do you think what do you think Spartan's experience is like on the mobile device? Less than
1: ideal. I
0: haven't seen it recently, but it's probably not great. Um, all right, Josh. This is what i This is the dilemma I have. Sometimes I have a dilemma of too much fucking content. And by the way, let's do a little shout out, Josh. Let's do a little shout out. Uh, I Patreon members whom we love, and I love. When I post stuff in the Patreon group, uh, sometimes you know it doesn't necessarily get interacted with. People just like to participate. People like to help the show, help me, and I appreciate that. Uh, I posted this video, how many days ago? Monday at 4.43 p.m. This is the most interacted thing I've ever, that we've ever gotten, Josh.
1: Because they feel passionately, passionately about this one.
0: So the question was, with all this shit going on, should I launch ORM2, right? ORM is going to be uh, the main interview show, and ORM2 is going to be like everything else.
1: Right? You're not doing it enough justice when you explain it that way, though.
0: Okay, why don't you explain it then?
1: All right, so Matt has a lot of content on his podcast now. So he's got the primary obstacle racing media podcast, which is Matt interviewing race directors, athletes, etc. There's Obstacle Discourse with Davis and Chase, this show, wildly successful. Wildly. Uh, he kicked off a new show just a couple of weeks ago called The Rye Reasons, where uh, Nicholas Riker and Ryan Woods, oh, that's weird. They just competed against each other. Um, talk about The Bachelorette. Not my best thing on the on the network but i listen um and now you're kicking off a show with uh jess and Faye Stenning, uh focused on training right so matt has four what's the word like ips right <laughs> four, four new ips uh launching so he's asking does it make sense to have the obstacle racing media podcast as a single feed which is just the matt interviews the og and then spin off the other ips right obstacle discourse with davidson chase the Rye reasons nitty gritty training in its own secondary obstacle racing associative podcast as a second feed so that you don't you're not sullying up your feed with right. with it. um i wholeheartedly disagree with it you had some people that were okay with it but i think most people were like we like it as it is right
0: yeah almost everybody said what you said which is well, you, you gave me a very specific piece of advice, which I'll get to in a minute, because yours was actually really, really good. So first of all, I just want to give shout outs to people who actually bothered to care other than Gary, who's a dick. Uh, Brian Reynolds, uh, Ashley Rice, Sophia, of course, Matt Puntin, uh, Andy Averill, Jeff Schoaf rhymes with loaf. Haven't heard from him in a bit. Chrissy, <laughs> of course, Brent George, Kyle P, Nathaniel Thompson, Brad Barrett, Fiona Devon. by the way, uh, I called her. I said, is it fee or is it phi? It's clearly fee if you're Fiona Devin. Uh, as opposed to Fiona, is that Sam Ed? I mean, we got a lot of really good, long, th- you guys thought about it, and almost everyone said, Listen, I may not listen to all these other shows, um, but I don't want to have to go looking for them. Some people said they specifically liked that they came for the ORM and stayed for all the other stuff. Um, some people said, uh, As stupid as Rye Reasons is, I listen to it. Some people said, The only thing I skip is Rye Reasons. Um, so The short answer is I'm not going to move. I'm going to keep it. Um, And Josh said, why don't you at least like have day specific stuff, which we all know is good. Mondays is this. Wednesdays is this. Um, And here's the problem, Josh. I I would love to do that. You and I were actually pretty good with that for a long time is that then stuff just happens. Like even though I try to get like I try to let's say I schedule all my interviews on Tuesdays, then just stuff news happens. And it's like, oh, I can get so. So here's a perfect example, Josh. You want a perfect example? Yep. Today, after this call, and I could have pushed you till tomorrow, I guess, but I didn't want to. I'm talking to VJ Jones, who I've never had on before, which is great. Mm -hmm. Then after that, I'm talking to Kyle from Tough Mudder about big news happening. We've got virtual worlds. We've got virtual 20. We've got worlds 2021. We've got a turkey fucking baster in your vagina. What the fuck, (laughs) man? You know when you're trying to get pregnant, you put the turkey baster in your vagina? Is that from look who's talking? Did you just make a look who's talking joke? I feel like that's a thing. Do people do that? Do people get pregnant with turkey basters anymore? Yeah, that's a joke. And look who's talking. Do you remember that movie? I do. We had a lot of talking pets and talking babies around that time. Remember? That was a big thing. Yes. Anyway, so I absolutely want to put up Kyle right away, but I absolutely want to put up me and you right away because it's already Wednesday. So. um. Well, I think – so when I think about it, right, you've got
1: three shows that are regulars. Uh, your your traditional
0: obstacle racing media podcast is not really a regular thing, right? There's some weeks I realized I didn't even put one up. I put up like, yeah, between episodes is like just me and you and then me and you again. You have lots of like ebbs and flows, right? Yes. It's like shit all at once and then a week or
1: two of, of slowness. Right. Um, and that makes sense, right? It's, it's the end of the year. Normally, this is where people are announcing a bunch of things. We're not necessarily in the right spot to do that now. But um, me, I look at it and I say, all right. When do I want to hear like a, a a good brand new like news thing? Right for me, that's like Mondays. Mondays, like my brother, bro, my brother, my brother and me, they do releases on Mondays. So I was like, I know every Monday on my drive home, there's my podcast. I'm going to listen to it. Right. So if I'm you, I say the Obstacle Racing Media podcast with VJ with Kyle at Tough Mutter, That's going Monday. Right. Schedule it. Make it a routine breaking new stuff you might be able to squeeze in there it does suck if like you know now that you've got three other shows you want to launch another show in the afternoon you're not going to get all the viewership and listens you want i get that um but then it's like you know tuesday could be obstacle discourse wednesday could be the Rye reasons gross thursday could be nitty gritty (laughs) right (laughs) um so my whole thing is you're sort of turning yourself into a network i hate that Um, um There's a, what's the word they use? So my brother, my brother and me, all that stuff, they're part of the max fun network. Yeah. And they host all kinds of other shows and stuff like that. So, you know, you, you sort of build your brand by setting up the schedule and routine one for your listeners, but two for you as well. Right. I think, I think you might benefit from routine a little bit.
0: No, I definitely Uh, would. I'm all over the
1: place. So that's, that's kind of my suggestion. And you know, uh, Brand it, make, pay somebody to make a couple basic thumbnails and put episode numbers on there so it's all concentric and good-looking, and who
0: knows? Hit the jackpot. Yeah, I mean, I I really would like to, because at least, like, you and I used to always record on Tuesday and go up Wednesday, or we were recording on Monday and putting up Tuesday. Like, we were pretty consistent for a long time. I think
1: time. we were recording on Tuesday. It was even in the intro at one point. Josh and I record on Tuesdays. These episodes oh, okay. are available. All right. <laughs> well, why don't we do that? I uh, you want to just set a standing schedule for like Tuesday mornings at to. eight a.m. I would love to. Okay, you make it seem like I'm the reason we weren't doing that. Well, <laughs> lately,
0: when I message you on Monday, you're like, "Yeah, I'm slammed tomorrow."
1: Yeah, it has been busy the last couple of weeks, so that's all it. right. Well, listen, but if, if we do a- like eight a.m. Tuesday mornings, I'm fine with that.
0: All right, well, I've got a ten a.m. to get ready for now, and uh, I got to grab another coffee. So, um, join the Discord, everybody. Bit.ly slash OCR Max Fun.
1: Not at all. Oh, what is it? But I will go create that now just in case somebody goes to it first. (laughs) Bid.ly forward slash OCR chat. Go to our website, jammin 9455com Weenie in the butts coming up next. I'm out of here for the weekend.
0: We didn't even talk about my shitty mile. We'll save that for next week.
1: Yeah, when I talk about my great mile.
0: Exactly. All right, buddy. Have a great day.
1: Later.